Men, you've been waiting a long time. Are you ready? This is the Battle Podcast. What up, men, and welcome to the Battle. I'm your host, John Durham. And I'm Ray Ray all day. Ray Ray, what's going on, my man? Oh, man, just uh, working, working, just to keep myself busy. Yeah, I know. I called you earlier. You said something about putting up some kind of a... Uh, deer pen or something yeah yeah helping the neighbor out uh, build a deer pen dropping some eight by eight by 16 foot long posts in the ground for corner posts big stuff now, i've heard of uh people making dog pens but uh deer deer pens is kind of a first for me of course i'm from massachusetts so you know i'm not used to all these redneck ways you guys got going on down here in the south it's all right man we can we can educate you well let's educate our uh our audience this week and first of all i want to thank everybody for coming out and hanging out with us um want to kind of do a quick little recap of last week. As you know, we all came together and we talked about who tells a man he's a man, what makes a man know he's a man, et cetera, et cetera. And I thought we had a lot of great uh, content on that, a lot of great discussion last week. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, I actually had a couple of buddies of mine tell me that they got to listen to it, and uh, they were really intrigued by it. They really enjoyed it. Yeah, and that's that's. I guess at the end of the day, that's exactly what we're trying to do. We're trying to get guys more aware of what's going on, you know? It's, right. It's an awareness. It's, I like to call it like a, a great awakening, so to speak. These things I think a lot of guys already know about, but they're just not woke to them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you just get complacent, just coming home, sitting down, doing your thing, Al Bundy in it, you know? You know, we talk a lot about, you know, building relationships. We talk a lot about making having a band of brothers. We talk about, you know, making sure that, you know, you surround yourself with, with, with good dudes. And, and this week, you know, our topic this week I think is so powerful. It's called Stand With Giants. And walk with lions. Yeah, boy. Now I don't know about you, man, but that almost makes me want to jump out of my skin. Oh, it's like football time, man. It's like you want to, you're in the huddle and you just want to get all amped up, ready to go. Yeah, I mean, because I'm not talking about just the physicality of these things. Like guys get caught up in false bravado and they want to go the hoo hoo, yeah, man, lions and giants. That's not what at all what I'm trying to try to say. But I, I'll tell you right now, as a man, when I think about hanging out with other dudes, I want to hang out with men that stand like giants and walk like lions. Yeah, just unmovable. You know, because, I mean, think about it, a giant. I mean, you ain't hiding a giant. Nope. <laughs> you know, I mean, that old boy's going to stick up like stick out like a sore thumb, right? No matter where you put him. And those are the type of dudes that I want to surround myself with. I want guys that are going to stand out. Right. That are going to stand up. They're going to stand firm. And, 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 and we used to have a term in the military. We used to say it a lot of times. We joke around. We say advance to be recognized, son. Right. You know, I want guys that want to advance to be recognized in my circle. Yep. Guys that ain't that ain't hiding and cowering in the darkness and and and, and shrinking, trying you know to mean? fly under the radar. Yeah, and, and and then you think about to 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 walk with lions. Well, what does that mean? You know, like some guy maybe sitting out there going, "What is this guy talking about walking with lions?" I want to walk with dudes that are intentional, right? That are fierce, right? That when it comes time to hunt, we hunt, right? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I want a pride of men that I can walk with, that I know that no matter what's going on in my life, they've got my back. Right. They stand strong. They stand firm. You know who they are. You know what they think. You know how they think. They, you know you can count on them. And you know, no matter where you go, they're right there with you. And those are the type of dudes you need to surround yourself with. And, and the reality of it is you're only going to have a handful of them. Right. I mean, if you look at a pride alliance, it's not a lot. Nope. Right? And there's a reason for that. I mean, you only have so many alpha males in one group. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, you want to surround yourself with guys that when it comes time, you know, and, and I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but when 
when the shit hits the fan, you want people that are going to be there. Right, exactly. You know, and, and and I'm not talking about like physical, like guys that want to run out and get in fights or or get into altercations. I'm talking about when the real life stuff hits. Yeah, the, the hard things time. that yeah that really matter. Right, know? the hard yeah. times, man. The hard times, like uh, right now, like what we're going through. Uh, a lot of people are out of jobs. A lot of people don't have work. A lot of people are kind of struggling. You know, I'm one of the guys who I'm out of a job right now, but all my boys know that if they need toilet paper. They call me, I'll find them some toilet paper. They need something, then I'm right there with them. And just, I'm the same with them. So they, I know that if I need something, I can call these guys. There's only about eight of them. Yeah, I mean, you got that one or two phone calls in the middle of the night, you know who's going to pick up their phone. That's it, exactly. And that's what I'm talking about. I mean, I this world is so overrun with cowards. Plastic. And, and, and guys, we get this mentality of it's not my problem, you know? Uh, I'm not my brother's keeper. Well, I got news for you. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. I mean, you are. It's funny. I was thinking the other day, you know, when I was coming up as a kid, I used to beat the hell out of my brothers. Right. I mean, I would practice like torture techniques on my brothers and sisters. You know what I mean? We would get in there and we'd be, hey, let's try this. And we would do elbow drops off the dresser or we would do, you know, picking people up over your head and dropping them on cushions or banging your head against the washing machine. I mean. A lot of, I'm sure everybody's gone through that. I mean, I'm not the only guy. <laughs> Sitting there with their, with your knees and their shoulders and just frogging them in the chest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chinese torture, they used to call that, popping yeah. them on the forehead. Uh-huh. And, and, you know, it's, like I said, we would beat the hell out of each other. But let me tell you something. Ain't nobody else going to touch my brother. Let somebody else try it. Don't, don't come around here thinking you're going to put your hands on my brother. Right. You know what I'm saying? And what we need to have as men is that mentality when it comes to our brothers. Yep. And I'm not talking about physical. I'm talking about spiritual i'm talking about intellectual i'm talking about financial i'm talking about you know relational all these different things that we deal with as men we've got to come together and say hey don't put your hands on my brother right even you you left one out there though that guys don't talk about a whole lot but emotional yes guys don't talk a whole lot about emotions and stuff but let me tell you what man there's some stuff in this world that can get you down emotionally and you've got to have your boys there to help pick you up well i mean for these dudes out there that are sitting there thinking men don't cry I got news for you. The greatest man that ever walked on this planet, his name was Jesus Christ. And one of the shortest verses in the Bible, it said Jesus wept. Yep. Okay, so if Jesus is man enough to cry, I guess I can be man enough to cry too. Exactly. Uh, but then again, there are guys out there right now that have grown up in an environment where that's just, you, you can't, you don't do that. You want a reason to cry, boy? I'll give you a reason to cry. Yeah, and then when I think about it, I think about the, there's a word that comes to mind when I'm, when I'm thinking about standing with giants and walking with lions and it's, it's loyalty. Right. You know, and I think that's something that we're lacking in our culture today is loyalty. You know, to know that no matter what happens and where you go, what, no matter what you're going through, that the people in your life that matter the most are going to. Right. Someone to lean on somebody that's a solid rock. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever watched the movie Goodwill Hunting. Oh yeah, I've seen that movie. I love that movie because I grew up in in Massachusetts and the, in the setting of the movies in South Boston, Southie out there for you guys. You know what I'm talking about, brother. You know what I'm saying the Southies out there. Word up to the Southies. But anyway, <laughs> but you know this is South Boston. You got this dude Will Hunting. He's a genius, right? And but he's working as a janitor at, at a at a prestigious college. He's got about three ding-dong friends that he hangs around with all the time, right? <laughs> and, you know, he's sitting there and he sees this huge mathematical equation and he goes there one night and he answers it and all of a sudden everybody's looking for this genius, you know? 
And then this, this college professor, he finds this kid and he's like, I want to tap in this guy's brain. Like he does something special about this guy. Well, this guy is a genius, but yet he's been in and out of juvie, arrested multiple times, been in and out of foster care with abusive parents. And, you know, his idea of a good time is drinking beers with his buddies and, and acting stupid, right? Yep. And playing some ball. They yeah. like to play ball. Yeah. And it was funny. There's a scene in the movie that just kind of resonates with me when I think about what we're talking about tonight. Uh, the, the professor had said to Robin Williams, who's actually his his psychologist, he says, why does this kid hang out with these dudes? I mean, these guys, these ding-dongs. And Robin Williams looks at him and dead in the eye and he says, because he knows that at any given moment, if he asked him to, every one of them would take a bat to somebody's skull for them. Bing! Loyalty, man. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm not advocating violence and saying that's what that's we should go out there and do all kinds of crazy stuff like that. But what I'm am saying is, is that you need to roll with people that are willing to pick up their bat for you. Oh, yeah. And, and, and how does that translate in our lives as Christians? Well, we know that we're spiritually, you know, under it 24-7. We've got a spiritual attack at any given moment, all hours of the day. Well, we need brothers that are going to be willing to pick up their swords and go to war with us, right. you know? Yep. Guys are going to pray for us. Guys are going to be there to help us with our families. They're going to walk us through these hard times, like you said. Guys that are going to hold us accountable. Guys that are going to step in the gap when, when we can't do the things that we need to do and have that loyalty. Right. And tell you the truth. I mean, we touched on it a little bit last week, but we need those guys that when we come to them with a problem, they're going to tell us the absolute truth. Whether we want to hear it or not, they're going to tell us what we need to hear. And those are the lions you want to walk with. And those are the giants you want to stand with are those that are going to tell you the absolute truth, whether it's going to cut you to the core. That's what you got to hear. Well, here's the question then. I mean, why do we feel that loyalty and the willingness to stand in the gap is so important? And why do we lack in that area in our culture today? Oh, cause you can't do it on your own. You know, we may think, yeah, we're big, we're bad. We can do this on our own. I got this, you know, we're raised to figure it out, make it happen, do what you got to do. But you and I, as being Christians, we realize that we're going to fall. We're going to fail constantly. And even if you're not a Christian, if you ain't realized it yet, I'm telling you, you're going to fail. You're going to fall. And you need some big guys there to pick you up. You need somebody to stand with you when you fall. Now, what does this guy look like? I mean, are we talking about a big muscular guy or some kind of physically intimidating guy? Oh, no, no. no. I said last in our last episode, my greatest mentor ever was Troy Nelson, and he was he wore glasses, was a tall dude. He wasn't big and muscular, and he wasn't you know overly aggressive and all those things. But he was a giant. Right. He is a giant. Right. He's a lion. And they should all look different. Yeah. Really, when you think about it, I can look at my eight that I got, and I mean they range from small, covered in tattoos, to huge weightlifting and everything in the middle. Because you're not looking for somebody that looks like you or somebody that acts like you unless they're acting just the way you are with their what's the word with their with their walk with their walk yeah, yeah like, you know especially with our faith i mean that's yeah but i mean you look at david yeah a little guy da- david was a little shepherd yep. and he he killed the giant he sure did with a sling and a stone yep and no armor <laughs> so size don't matter it ain't matter. the size of the man. What's it? Ain't the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the dog. The fight the dog. dog. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean. I mean. And, and that's what you want. And again, it's not all physical. We're not just talking about physical, physically fighting. We're talking about.
fighting for you spiritually, fighting for you emotionally, fighting for you, you know, financially, whatever it might be, wherever you need help, they're going to stand in that gap and help you out. So what do you think is the number one component that's keeping guys from surrounding themselves with, 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 with circles of other men to, that we're talking about? I think a lot of them don't want to hear the truth. They'd rather make that call to the guy that's going to tell them exactly what they want to hear. Oh yeah, man, you're not getting what you need there. Go over there, man. You can get, you deserve it. You just, you, you earned it, man. You deserve that. They don't want to hear the truth. You know, one thing that resonates with me, I think a lot about is, is trust. Yeah. Men struggle with trust big time. I mean, it takes a lot for a dude to, to trust somebody. Right. And at the end of the day, I mean, the, the world that we live in is so full of, I like to call them hyenas. <laughs> You know, we're talking about being lions, and yet we're surrounded by hyenas. Yep. Uh, you know, they're, they're scavengers, people that want to pick off of everybody else's plate, that want to reap the rewards of other people's hard work, that want to come in when things are going good, take what they want, and then leave, and then they're laughing on their way out the door. Yep. And so um, so I think that creates a huge trust issue. Right. Yeah. You don't want to surround yourself with hyenas, though. That's why we want to walk with lions. And the other part of it too is, is you have to understand that people are going to fail you without a doubt. And it's not even intentional. I mean, there are guys that, you know, in any relationship, they're going to say things you don't like. They're going to do things you don't like. They're going to differ in opinions. They're not going to always, you know, agree with everything that you say. They're going to call you out at times when you need to be called out. They may say things that they shouldn't say because they're dudes and half the time we don't think before we speak. I mean, mm-hmm. you can ask a lot of our wives about that. But I mean, it happens. And what mm-hmm. and what happens with a lot of dudes is they just shut off. Right. Like I, I struggle with that with my son, for instance. My son's, you know, 19, going to be 20. And he's a type of dude that, you know, if you if you do him dirty one time. That's it. He's done. Like he's done with you. He don't, he it, you don't exist to him anymore. And I, and I keep telling him, son, you know, God tells us to forgive, right? You know, to forgive others as we want to be forgiven. And what happens is, is he cuts himself off and I see him more and more. He's a lone wolf. Right. The guy that we're describing in the last episode about trying to be a lone wolf. I mean, when you get out there and you're a lone wolf, you're going to get picked off without a doubt. I mean, you, like you said earlier, I mean, you think you're big enough, bad enough and mean enough to do it on your own. Yeah. I got news for you. The enemy that's that we're up against, whether it's ourselves, the the uh, the devil, whether it's the world, whether it's the dominions of this world, it's they're a lot bigger than us. Right. And so, if we don't surround ourselves with the right dudes, we're going to be in a lot of trouble. Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt. Yeah. If we uh, if we try to do this on our own, I mean, like you said, we're just going to get picked off. You know, there's you can't do it by yourself. Period. You've got to have more than just you. And you know, believe it or not. Your wife isn't the only one that can help you either. You've got to be outside of the house with guys that you can count on to get your back. Because a lot of times the problems are going to be in home. The problems are going to be between you and your wife. So you got to have that group of guys that when you go up to them, you say, man, I'll, I'll never forget. I got some of the best advice. And this is part of my redneck ways <laughs> from a transmission mechanic. Honest to God. Early in my marriage. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Honestly, God. I can't wait to hear this one. Early, early in my marriage. I was second, was it automatic or was it? Uh, it was automatic. Seven, it was automatic transmission. It was, it was a 700 R4. Oh, okay. It was a Chevy tranny. It was automatic. But anyways, um, I, I used to go out to a shop, hang out with him all the time. He let me work on my trucks there and so on and so forth. And I walk into a shop one day and I'm just complaining. Just, 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 my wife did this. My wife did that. She doesn't do that. She doesn't do that. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he just looks at me and goes, boy, you need to shut your mouth. I'm like, what are you talking about, man? I'm sure your wife doesn't this. He goes, shut your mouth. 
I'm like, whoa, what are you, what are you talking about? Shut my mouth. <laughs> he goes, you need to start telling me good things about your wife. What does she do that's good? Right. Yeah. Tell me right now. And he literally made me tell him four or five things good about my wife. And then he explained to me, he's like, now, how do you feel about her? I'm like, well, I ain't as pissed off as I was when I walked in here. <laughs> hey, that's why you pray for him before you leave in the morning. You put your arms around him. Hard to be pissed off at somebody you got to put your arms around and pray for in the morning before you leave the door. Yeah, right? but he nailed it though. He he was one of the he was one of the giants. He, yeah, he's right. That's that is a giant. And he just stood up. He held his ground. He said, "This is what you got to do." He's like, "If you keep talking bad, you're gonna be bad. You're gonna be mad, and it ain't gonna last." Well, I, you know, here's the thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it on the real too. I mean, yeah, lions are bad, but you ever see what a lioness can do? Ooh. I mean, who goes out and does the hunting? The lioness. The lioness, right? So, you know, when you roll in with your pride, don't forget mama's part of that pride. That's it. Uh, you know, it's one thing I tell my daughter, you know, we go for walks and we talk a lot. And I've told her from just from very small, I said, I'm raising you to be a lion. Understand that. I said, I want you to be able to hunt, fend for, take care of yourself. Right. I want you to be fierce enough and vicious enough to defend yourself. Right. I want you to be dependent upon yourself. But also you need to understand that, you know, when you get in this relationship with a man, you need to be fierce and intentional about loving your husband and, and being there for your husband and coming alongside him. I said, if you look at any, the, the, the dynamics of a pride, the, the, the lionesses go out and they bring the kill back to the lion. Right. You know, but the, the lion, lion defends the, the pride. pride. Right. And that's how it's supposed to work. Right. You know, so, you know, don't, I don't take nothing away from mama. Oh, no. You know no, what I'm no, saying? No. You, I, I heard a wise man by the name of John. Tell me one time that the women are the fiercest. The lions, you might get a good minute or two out of them. They might, you know, come to the come to <laughs> yeah. the call and knock yeah. it out real quick, like. But the women have yeah. that steady fierceness. That's right. I, mean, I got five minutes of hell. <laughs> That's why you need a lot of friends. That way you tag them in. Hey, hey get on over here. Uh, Ray, you're in. Tag, you're in. Fritz? Bring Fritzy over here. We're gonna tag him in. Woo, woo. Let me know when your five minutes are up. You know. <laughs> Hold on. One more. Just one more. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> but in that life though, I mean, isn't that really what life is? It's, it's just, you go through all these different things and there are going to be times you're going to be too tired to fight. Right. And that's why you got to have dudes in your life that are going to pick up their swords and their shields for you and say, Hey, you know, I always love the, the, the picture of, of three, the movie 300. Oh yeah. When they have all the shields, yep. one man falls down and the shields go in front of him. They pull him back and they defend and keep fighting while they pull him behind and behind and protect him, right. you know? And that's what we need to do with our brothers. The problem is, Ray, quite honestly, is we don't have a fierce enough mentality when it comes to standing in the gap and standing up for our brothers the way that we should. Right. You might offend somebody. Well, not only that, I mean, <laughs> if you know your brother's under attack spiritually, man, you need to step up to the plate and say, hey, not my brother. Right. You know, pick up your sword. And no matter where it is. And, that you know, we got a lot of dudes out there. Oh, I'll pray for you. I'll pray for you. Nah, help your brother out right then and there, whether it's prayer, whether it's food, no matter what it is. If he needs encouragement, help him out right there. Yeah, talk is cheap. You can right. talk about, hey, yeah, brother, are you okay? Uh, when you step up and do something, that's when you show what that's you're it. about. That's what kind of, when you show what kind of moxie you actually really have. When you walk it out. Yeah, you walk it out like a lion. Like a lion. Strength isn't only displayed in a physical sense. We also know that it's integral, it's uh, spiritual, and it's mental. Right. Yeah. And so when we're talking about being a giant and being a lion, we're talking about in those aspects of our lives. 
Um, I mean, mo most people, let's keep it real. I mean, we don't need our buddies to come over and help us out of a gang fight or a, or a physical altercation. The, the battles that we face as men today in our culture are more, much more devastating, much more, um, much more real, much more, uh, I don't know the word that I'm looking for, but it just has such a long lasting repercussions on whether it's relationships with your family, uh, can be devastating on your wife, your children, uh, can be devastating on your, your extended family, your mother, your father, your, your brothers, your sisters, uh, your church brothers and sisters. Right. Uh, for those guys that are out there that don't go to church and they're not, you know, a part of a congregation or whatever, you, you still have a long reach and you still touch a lot of people. Right. And a lot of that strength, too, is going to be self-control, controlling your anger. Getting angry is not bad. It's what you do with that anger. How do you control it? What do you do with it? Well, we know getting angry is not a sin because Jesus got angry. Exactly. God gets angry. Right. It's how right. you, it's what you do with that anger. That's what it's about. And that's part of strength to me, you know, because as you know, I used to suffer with that a lot. I used to have big, big, big anger issues. And it took me, it took me quite a while to learn how to control that anger. And that's a strength. And now that I've kind of sorted that out, I still fail. I still screw up. I sure. Mean, don't, we all do. But now when I see my boys going through it, I know what to tell them. I know what, I know how to help them. I know what it is to be in that situation and to feel that way. So I want to help them out. The well, best it's about being meek and meek is controlled strength. Right. Exactly. Not weak. What is that? Meek. Yeah. Don't understand. Don't. Un no. What is it? Don't. Something about don't take my meekness. Don't take my meekness for weakness. Right. It ain't weakness. It's controlled strength. That's it. Exactly. Uh, Jesus was meek. Yep. I mean, you're talking about somebody that had all the power. Yeah. And yet he didn't use it. Nope. Didn't use it because he knew what his purpose was and why he was here and what he needed to do. Exactly. And as men, you know, there are times that we could use our strength, but it's not in the best interest of what's going on. Right. We can use our fierceness. We can use our intensity in the wrong way, especially when it comes to our wives and our children. Now, you know, what I'm learning with boys is, you know, you got to talk to a boy like a man. Right. And uh, I hope my my buddy don't uh, get too mad at me, but my buddy Fritz once told me, he said, you know, it's all about voice inflection when you're talking, right? Yeah. And he, and he used, and he had a great analogy because he told me, he said, it's like with a dog. Mm -hmm. You know, you can tell a dog, hey, sit, get over here, quit, quit, quit. But you look at that dog and say, sit. Now I said, sit. That dog's going to respond. That dog's going to sit, yeah. right? All in the fluctuation of your voice and the way that you direct yourself at the dog, right? Right. And you don't want to compare your kids to dogs, but at the end of the day, sometimes the boys, they're so thick, you've got to talk to them very intentional. Yeah, well, they're going to want to challenge. Sure, because they're they're young men. They got right. all that testosterone. They want to, you got to be forceful with them and talk to them like men. Exactly. There are too many uh, boys, uh, men, being talked to like boys. Right. And, and that's to, why they're not men. And to clear that up, it's not that you have to yell at these boys. No. It's all in how you present yourself. You don't have to yell. You don't have to get loud. It's that inflection, that tone that, you know, then they realize, wait, he's telling me this for a good reason. I better listen. Right. I better hear what he's saying. And we need guys in our lives to talk to us like that. I mean, I don't need a dude to come over and pat me on the back and tell me how great I am. And, oh, buddy, you're going to be around. Right. Buddy, don't you worry about it, buddy. You're good. Dude. Oh, uh, no, I need a guy that's going to look me in the eyes, fierce like a lion and firm like a giant and say, bro, you need to smarten up. Right. You can't do this. Yep. Like I shared last last week with, with, with Troy when he said, 
when I said, how long has a dude got to put up with this? And he looked at me forever, forever. He didn't, he had no hesitation in his voice. Yep. He didn't, he didn't blink. He looked at me dead in the face and he told me like it was. It didn't soften it. Didn't give no. you any sprinkles or anything. And that's what I, I don't know about most dudes, but for me, I respect that. Yeah. I respond better than a guy to a guy that's going to treat me like a man. Exactly. And not pa- patronize me like a boy. And and here's the thing too, is a lot of times us dudes, sometimes we'll take that and we'll be like, whoa, whoa, dude, what's your problem? But I guarantee you 10 minutes later, after you think about what he just said, you'll be like, He's right. Damn, I needed to hear that. I, I, you hate that, man. You're, yeah, man, he's right. Yep. Then you got to call your boy up. Yeah. Dude, you're right. You're right, bro. <laughs> I appreciate you telling me what's up. I needed that. Yep. So uh, I think maybe we need to arm some of our, our listeners out there with some weapons. So, so let's go to the armory. Ha <laughs> All right. We picked out three more again. Uh, this week, uh, like I said, we do these and we find tons of them, but for the guys out there who aren't Christians, who are, who are, you know, just looking for some, some help, some guidance, you know what I mean? We get our guidance from the Bible. Yes. That's, that's where we get it from. So we'll throw out a couple verses for you. Take a listen or, and then look them up, you know, take the time it's on your phone. If you've got Apple phone, it's all over the place. Read a couple passages before and a couple passages after get to know the setting. Just take a look into it. So the first verse is John 15 13 greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friend or there's other interpretations one's brother one's brother yeah and I, I love this verse because that's what we're looking for that's what we're needing we're needing brothers that are going to step up and be willing to lay down their lives for us I mean I might say you know literally lay down your life no but I mean are you going to be willing to sacrifice part of your life your time you know, that's the most valuable thing that we've got. It's the most valuable commodity we have is time. Are we yeah. going to be willing to die into ourselves and be there and stand in the gap for guys that need us? Right. And so that kind of resonates with me in that, that thought process. Lay down your life. Put your life aside, you know? Right. And, and, and you know, hey, you need me, I'm there. Yeah. You know that. Call me. Two o'clock in the morning, I'll be there. And all right, our second one is Proverbs 18, 24. One who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin. But there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. I mean, there you, we talk about this. We all got that one buddy that'll get, get all that great advice, got a vacant couch, and when you need it, it's never available. You know? yep. uh, and it's, you sit there and he wants to tell you how I wouldn't put up with this and I wouldn't put up with that. But at the end of the day, he's not giving you sound advice. You need friends that are going to stick by you through thick and thin, the good and the bad. They're going to love you through the process. Right, you know? and like we said earlier, it's not about the quantity as much as the quality that's right you know you're better off giants with, and lions baby yeah, giants and lions that's it exactly i know you know i've got 1250 facebook friends all right uh-huh. when did you last call one of them yeah tell me about it you know what i mean so it's all about the quantity the quality not the quantity and the last one we have is ecclesiastes 412 though one may be overpowered two can defend themselves but a cord of three strands is not quickly broken. There you go. I mean, one can be overpowered. Easily. But when you got a brother, you know, if, if, you're, if you're cold, you need somebody to help keep you warm. If you're tired, you need somebody to hold you up. It talks about if you fall out in the field, who's going to be there to let anybody know you're down there? Right. I mean, we need each other. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. And when you do come together like a cord of three strands, it, it makes you stronger. Oh yeah, because make, make now, no mistake about it. Well, that's it exactly. You've got someone to hold you up. You got someone to get you through it. It's just, it, it makes perfect sense, especially if you 
work with high, high, high tensile strength wire and stuff like that. You know how all that works out and how all those cords work and how it, how they all add strength as you right. build them out. Absolutely. So, so next week, what's our next episode? Next week. Are we sitting on our donkeys? <laughs> are we? <laughs> he always says Yeehaw. that. <laughs> so yeah, that's next week's going to be awesome too. You know, yeah. we kind of, it's kind of funny. We go from standing with giants and walking with lions to, are we sitting on our donkeys? Yeah. I mean, you know what? In closing tonight, though, I just want to bring this thing full circle. You know, when we look at our lives, we have to do a real strong evaluation of not only just ourselves, but the people that we allow in our circle. Right. Who's going to be with us through this journey called life? Yeah. And, you know, we've used the term here so many times before, Ray. Plastic, I, I, I can't do plastic. No. I need men that are going to stand in the gap for me, that are going to stand up. They're going to get up. They're going to man up. They're going to push me. They're going to hold me accountable. I want to stand with giants. I want to walk with lions. I want to be in a place in my life where I know what I'm doing matters. Because at the end of the day, my friend, that's where the rubber meets the road.